0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. It's episode four, and I, for one, am buzzing. Um, it's tropical IPAs this week. I'm Kinger. I'm joined by Mark. Hello, Nali. Well, and Walchie. Hello there. So tropical IPAs. Uh, we were chatting before this. I think Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo IPA is what would be kind of fairly well known around the world, right?
1: Yeah, I guess um, IPAs in general. Sierra Nevada would be the main name in that, and. You know, tropical IPAs are just fruit-infused, well, tropical fruit-infused IPAs, Um, and so they're not too different from your standard IPA, but Nally's going to take us through why and what they are.
2: Yeah, so your standard IPA, they get the name uh, Indian Pale Ale. uh, There's a story behind it. Whether it's true or not it's up for debate, but uh, basically what happened was they were making making beer and it was being brought over to India, and uh, it was coming from England, but as they were making it, they had to travel down the coast of Africa. So the beer would be in the barrels and it would spoil as it hit the equator because of the heat, heat back up and then it would cool back down as it went around uh, South Africa, around the Horn of Africa. So after a while what they found was higher strength beers, if they get highly if you get beer and you highly hop it, um, hops have slightly antimicrobial properties. So if you highly hop a beer and you keep the higher alcohol percentage, it tends to not spoil as easily. These beers met it over to India and they were they were a huge hit. Huge success over there. And they lasted the whole journey, which is the main thing. But because of this, then they got the name India Pale Ale IPAs. Um, and with IPAs, big thing is they tend to be very hop, hop forward. So, you know, in they kind of all went out of fashion for a long time. And then in the late 70s, early 80s, that's where Sierra Nevada, that over in America kind of came back with IPAs. A whole new range of hops that they had grown in America start coming to the fore and they started um, breeding different hop types to get different flavors into the beer that's that's kind of where the ipas come from Um, and now they've evolved into heaps of different styles at this stage so they have
1: yeah and so nally i've been looking into it and there's kind of four main types of ipas based on uh classifications and the first is like the english style so that's what we'd have in ireland here a lot or in england and it's kind of based on the original so it's not that hoppy and you get kind of strong fruit flavors and a kind of a gold color when you're pouring it then there's the american style which is um huge flavors so really hoppy really bitter and if it's citrus it's really citrusy then you got your imperial which is you know kind of seven and a half percent plus so your double ipas and your session ipas which are lower in alcohol content so 3.5 to 5 percent
0: i think they're it's probably one of the ones that people kind of get into first when they get into craft beers right i think it's probably the largest kind of would you say sector or style of craft beer am i am i wrong or right there
2: yeah so definitely um it's kind of the biggest uh seller in all of craft beer as well you generally have a lot of craft who will tend to make maybe two or three styles of uh ipa um and they tend to be the biggest sellers a lot of people get into craft beer through ipa so they do yeah i know i did anyway
0: and uh i discovered that um we should be pronouncing it as an ipa because the first time ipa was actually used was uh in australia apparently um Uh, The name East India Pale Ale appeared in an ad printed in 1892 in the Sydney Gazette, um, but it didn't mention the name of the brewery that was making it. It just said IPA. So I think that's where the abbreviation might have come from.
1: It's great to know that our Southern Hemisphere cousins also won't give the English credit for anything.
2: (laughs) 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 Cheers.
3: Right and uh, as we're talking about kind of giving stuff their hoppy flavour and stuff like that I just, um, the hop plant itself comes in both male and female forms The male is typically used to breed the plant and is not for the taste Whereas the female strand of the plant is what goes into the brewing process and gives that hoppy IPA flavour
1: It's very similar to its, uh, its cousin plant that you'd be very familiar with there while she, the hemp plant,
3: yeah? I, no, not me I don't touch that stuff. Instant denial. That's
0: a. I think that might be a. That that could be a separate episode. I'd say
3: throwing out accusations that uh, I don't appreciate.
1: We'll have to travel over to Colorado or Canada or somewhere for that episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Apparently, and not to go off on a tangent
0: early in this episode, but apparently there's high PAs, which I'm very interested in trying. I think it comes from the CBD side of stuff. Yeah. But
3: in saying that, going off uh, me saying I. Um, Retract them accusations. Uh, I am really looking forward to trying a IPA.
2: I mean, at this stage, it would be rude not to put it on the list, I guess.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> Mark looks like he's on the fence there for some reason.
1: <laughs> Just try my best not to incriminate anything about myself or anyone I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mark, listen, you chose our beers this week and they're tropical IPAs. So... Um, You've chosen Brewdog Elvis Juice and Hopfley's Graciosa, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, Kinger. So um, anyone who knows me will know I have a very fruity flavour. I'm a tropical kind of guy. You know, many's a Hawaiian shirt in my wardrobe. Um, And I thought we'd go a bit off script. Instead of just doing some boring old IPAs, let's uh, lighten it up a bit. So I think the first one we're going to start with today is the Brewdog Elvis Juice. So let's uh, rock and roll and open this up.
3: Rock and roll, he says, Elvis juice. Is that intentional? (laughs)
0: Absolutely, that was intentional. He's been sitting on that for a week.
3: week. Oh, of course he has. Absolutely. It's probably the only reason he picked it as well. Oh
0: my God, that smells unbelievable.
3: (laughs) Okay, so for all our listeners, we're going to use
1: our typical uh, rating system. So starting off with the color, guys, it's um, a hazy enough IPA, uh, kind of really rich brown color um nice head on it as well it holds the head pretty well
3: that's what she said <laughs> early
0: <laughs> it's a lot darker than i was expecting it to be i don't know why i thought it would be a lighter beer but
2: yeah it's pretty dark it's i think it's it's kind of see-through though it's not not super hazy. it's not like orange juice or anything like that it's,
1: it's clear ish yeah i compare it to grapefruit gonna... juice but i don't know what grapefruit juice is so no that'll be
3: that... um grapefruit mark
1: Early. <laughs> so in terms of aroma, guys, you can definitely get that grapefruit smell. You know, um, it's a really, really potent smell, and I think it's really nice. Now, if you don't like grapefruits, maybe it's not for you. But how do you guys feel about it?
0: I think it smells. I think it smells lovely. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't be a massive grapefruit fan per se, but it smells really. Um, it's a what's the word I'm looking for? It is tropical. It's a, it's a real pleasing smell to it.
2: So yeah, Kinger, I'd agree with you. It's uh, it's it's kind of a really sweet smell, so it is. Um not a big fan of grapefruit either, but it is a really sweet smell and definitely not off putting anyway. As opposed to the sours.
3: I don't know, I I'm getting the grapefruit but I feel like there's nearly something else there and I do not I d I don't I don't know whether it's just me or I've had a taste. Um
0: I'm I'm disappointed like early on, I have to say.
1: Yeah, so the thing with this is, this beer smells fantastic. However, it's got this kind of gritty feel on your tongue, kind of a harsh mouthfeel. So I, I, I'm I, going to assume you guys are getting that. you can correct me now in a sec if I'm wrong. But that harsh mouthfeel kind of makes it very acidic, and you know, it's almost like a, a little burny as you drink it, you know? Like, you know when you hold toothpaste in your mouth for too long, and you're like, oh, that kind of feeling? I get that with this beer.
2: It kind of goes real quick when it's in your mouth, but leaves that grapefruity flavor there. Um, it just sticks to your mouth, so it does last for quite a while.
0: So this is this is my first time having um, Elvis juice, and I've heard you guys talk about it a good bit. Like not rave about it, but you all said that well, some of you have said that you've enjoyed it in the past, and I've been looking forward to this since I knew we were doing it um, this week. But I, like initially, I was a bit disappointed when I tasted it. The more I drink it, I'm starting to get the more grapefruity flavours coming through kind of now. Uh, it's it's a bit more enjoyable, I think, the more you drink it, which is probably a dangerous precedent to set for any beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has a tendency to settle down on you. Um, it kind of grows on you. It's uh, It settles down after you drink your first few mouthfuls, and it, I uh, maybe it's numbing your, your taste buds after that sharp, acidic blast you get for, for the start of it, but it's a really solid uh, tropical IPA. For anyone who kind of is like... Maybe you've had a few IPAs or you want to get into it, but you don't want to have that real aily, hoppy taste. Um, This is a it's a really solid one to get into.
3: I don't know if I kind of... When I had it first, I remember it being very nice. And I don't know if from talking about it, I've expected more. Not to say that's let me down, but it's not wowing me like I thought it did the last time I did try it, if that makes sense. Is anybody else finding it kind of gassy? Yes, 100%. Like, I'm deliberately doing it off mic, but I'm burping a lot drinking this.
2: It could be additional sugars in there. And as the yeast ferments that, it's giving off the carbon dioxide, the CO2. So that definitely could be, that is what's contributing to the gas anyway, um, is the, the amount of sugar
1: that's in there. Just to throw it back to Walshy, and um, I've, I've had this about six months ago and I really loved it. And I'm in the same boat as you, that the last time I had it, I think it was nicer, you know? And I is this maybe, I thought, it's by brew dog okay which is a scottish brewery they've gotten very big lately they were selling like shares you can you can buy shares in brew you can buy become a member of one of their bears but maybe this is just a an instance of different batches maybe having different tastes and maybe their earlier batches are a bit nicer
2: yeah i'd be the same mark I, I had it a while ago as well it's been a while since i've had it but uh it's not it's not bad by any stretch i don't think but uh it's not living up to what i was had in my head again um but you know, saying that as well, it's a tropical IPA. Um, I don't know if you've looked outside, but it is most certainly not tropical weather out there. <laughs> so it, it, it could it could be having an impact on it. You know, sitting in a cold winter with snow pelting down, it's not it's not the norm for this kind of beer for me anyway.
0: So on the Crafty Crew podcast, we have devised a very scientific rating system. Uh, it's one to five, and it starts at unbearable. Booze. booze 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 beer Brutiful and unbeer Jeff I always seem to struggle trying to get through those I, don't, I think it's because unbearable and unbearable are quite similar but, yeah uh, where are we starting with this one
1: so I'd like to throw my hat in the ring first I kind of thought based on my previous experience we might be trying our 1st un- unbear Jeff beer but based on this tasting no it's definitely not I think it's for me. It's in the beer to be a brutiful range. I'm gonna go go to brutiful because I think it just does enough to get up to that.
2: Yeah. So for me, it's just beer. I don't think it. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of grapefruit. I I get that that's what it is. It's a grapefruit infused beer. If you're not a big fan of grapefruit, you might like it as much. It's grand. There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't think it's brutiful. It's it's just a beer. It's it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's nothing above average for me um just that grapefruit it's it's kind of overpowering nearly um when you get near the end of it it just it's just like it's sitting there waiting to hit you when you get to the end of the can and uh, that's just it's just not for me it's grand like but i drink another one or two but i won't be sticking on it all night
3: going off what i said last time kind of and we've all seemed to have done this kind of our expectations of last time and talking about it a few times we kind of hyped it up a bit now, I was never as high on what Mark was thinking and unbelievable. I was kind of around the brutal side originally, but now I'm kind of just bear. And as you know, I'm kind of. I rate bear on what it is. I'm even a little under that, but I would be leaning towards just bear, if anything.
1: Yeah, you'll rate the bear lower because I've had something to do with it whilst yet and we have a grudge. <laughs>
3: hey, you said it. I said nothing. No, yeah.
0: no, there's no bias here now. Come on. <laughs>
1: You gotta get in a Thunderdome and sort this thing out.
0: I'm it's 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 around a beer for me, I think. Um I think I think I'm more disappointed by I wanted to taste how it smells and it doesn't. Um, which to me, like it not that it tastes bad, it's just it's 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 not what I expected it to be. As Natalie said, I probably wouldn't have more than maybe two in a night. I definitely wouldn't stick on it for the night.
1: This this is the kind of beer that like if you're having people over to your house maybe open one or two of them, pour them and leave them around, you know, just because it's like a really nice candle could could add a good atmosphere to the house because it does smell fantastic.
3: It smells unreal. Yeah. I will say for a lot of these brew dog cans, like they're the small 330 mils and in a lot of off licenses and all that kind of stuff, they do usually come in like a pack of four in most cases. Uh, now, I would drink the four of them happily but i wouldn't be necessarily rushing out to get them either
1: yeah you
3: know if i was to go in there it's like oh there's four i haven't tried them i got home i'll drink all four of them happily i'm not going to be disappointed at the end of them but uh after that I'd, i wouldn't be going back and next time i have to make sure that i to pick up another four you know what i mean that's fair enough
2: yeah i think this is kind of the one where you know if you walk up to someone's house and they say do you want a beer and they throw you out canada you're not going to be disappointed but you're not necessarily going to stock your own fridge with it.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh, and just to put one final nail in the coffin, I know I'm the one who gave it a slightly higher rating, but uh, it's called Elvis <laughs> Juice, okay? And the little tagline that they've written on the side of the can is Juiced up and ready to roll. They haven't even quoted Elvis. So actually, no, that's a bit disappointing.
3: Oh, that's a booze. That's a booze, then. <laughs> that's a booze, lad. How do you not do that?
2: yeah i mean like we said before i think puns and craft beer go hand in hand so you've really missed a jump on that one um, <laughs> there's plenty there for for puns for elvis i mean the can should at least have his hair on it or something right
3: very disappointed
1: okay guys so um guess to round it up uh we're settling on a just beer for this one it's a grand tropical ipa anyone starting off wants their first one you won't go wrong with this you might not go right but it's just beer yep
0: it's almost like you had that planned, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it's almost like I do some prep for the podcast, Kinger, is it? <laughs> hey, I'm the one on the show, man.
0: <laughs> okay, I want to throw this one on you before you have much of a time to think about it, right? So, um, I was wondering, if you were to ever own your own craft brew bar, what would you call it? Ah, uh, come on.
2: That's a great name, Walchie. You should definitely just call it that. Come on.
0: <laughs> that's a, it's a yeah, weird that's... name to call a bear.
1: <laughs> I've actually got a Half-baked idea of this Because I considered doing my own home bar In a shed out in my garden And the sign I was going to put over it was Hughes's booze So like Hughes booze
3: It works, that works
0: Cause yeah. When I thought about this question earlier And I, I was thinking about what you might call your bears, And I thought you might go with Hughes brews As opposed to Hughes booze But both
2: work I mean if, it's, if it was a brewery Hughes Brews, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: If you're serving other people's Fair, beer. Yeah. You know. But did Kingers say bar or brewery? Bar. Craft a craft beer bar. Oh. Yeah. So Hughes Booze it is.
3: I have a cheap one. It's it's just easy. I'm trying to think of a pun off my name, but I've nothing. Because we're from Atlone, I'm gonna go with da town Brewery. That's terrible. <laughs> oh oh sorry Hugh.
1: Hey, it's not my fault that your surname doesn't rhyme with a beer based word.
3: Right. Okay. The only thing I could come up with is while she's wagon, but oh like, you're on the wagon when you're full of beer. I, I it. That works. Uh, that, I, to be fair, that, that I was works. stretching, but yeah, it's. I it's, thought. I
0: thought
2: it's on the wagon, not when you're not drinking cuz you fall off the wagon when you go back drinking. Well I mean
0: he could he could he could he could he could dress up the inside of the bar like the old kind of wagon like you know wagon wheels in the wall and stuff and make it a western themed bar.
2: Oh my god, I would pay to see Waltie in a Stetson.
0: <laughs> this has become more of a slagging match than I anticipated it was right. going to be.
3: <laughs> Kinger, I would just like to say thank you for uh, your you know enthusiasm towards my initial idea. Do you know what I mean? That's what friends you, do, man. you know? I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> so, so, Nally, what would you name your bear? Pub. That's it. I'd
2: just call it Pub. Where are you going, Pub? Done. Dusted. <laughs> Simple. Get straight to the point. No faffing about Pub. pub. <laughs> How about you, Kinger?
0: <laughs> I think, I, I don't know, like, because everyone calls me Kinger, I'd probably go, like, uh, Kinger's keg house or something. Just something kind of,
3: you know.
1: Yeah, if you're you funny, you could call it Kingers <laughs> Zingers, but you're not funny.
3: <laughs> no, definitely not.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Classy. Okay, so what I decided to do was offer the Olive Branch to Walshy. And in our Sours episode, episode two, anyone listening, go back, check it out. We had an absolutely delightful uh, beer called Leg Swap from um, the Hopfully Brew- Brewing Company. Uh, and so to bring these guys back in, because I think they were, it was a really good beer the first time, and I want really want to try more of their brews. Uh, we're going to try another one from Hoffley, and it's called Graciosa. And there's no flavor specifically assigned to this, it is a tropical IPA. So let's see what a brewery's idea of what tropical as a tropical IPA means.
0: Nothing to do with the beer, to be fair, but like looking at the can uh, initially, I love the design. It's just a real minimalistic, um, would you say turquoise blue kind of label?
1: Like um, like all of Hopfle's cans, and I don't know if you guys have seen any of their other cans, apart from Leg Swap and this, but please Google it because it's very entertaining. But um, it basically, for anyone who's a Pokemon fan, it looks like an Executor that has like one hand behind its head and is touching himself.
0: <laughs> he is wearing
1: a towel, to be fair. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but he's, he's still touching himself, let's be honest. <laughs>
3: And he has one eye, instead of Executor having three heads.
1: Yeah, okay. It was a, it was a fairly loose analogy, <laughs> I'll give you that.
3: <laughs> I mean, we're talking Pokemon here. Um,
1: <laughs> this isn't a Pokemon podcast, there's enough of them already.
3: Yeah, so
2: just on this mark, you know, the the last one we had, the Elvis shoes by Brewdog, was Grapefruit Infused um, IPA, so this one it's a little bit different, they're, they're calling it a Tropical IPA. But I think all of the flavours that they're getting are coming from the hops that they've used in it. But I'm not sure what hops they've used in it. Sometimes it's great with some some beers, uh, they'll give you the hops that they've used on the side of the can, which is great. But uh these don't have it on it. But it's 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 coming from the hops that they, they're getting that tropical flavour.
0: It's uh it's a lot lighter in colour. Um Absolutely. And it's a, I think it's a good bit hazier as well. It's does it looks to be less kind of carbonated or fizzy if
3: that makes sense
1: i think the bubbles are there if you look at the bottom of your glass but you're definitely not looking through this beer
3: like you can as Nadia was saying there depends on the hops that they're using it you can definitely smell the hops i'm finding and i do i'm actually really liking the smell it kind of reminds me of like you know fresh cut grass or something
2: yeah there's, it's kind of a piney kind of a smell on it it's um it's it's really nice but it it's a refreshing smell just a quick shout out on them um, the Elvis juice is uh 6.5 percent as opposed to this which is 5.3 percent so there is a difference in that as well that um it hasn't gone too high up in the alcohol where it's um it's the carbonation has died off it's still quite fizzy like it's, it's more subdued than the, the Elvis juice, but it's still there.
1: Yeah, there's definitely not as much of a pungent smell off of this. Like, uh, just going, we've talked about the colour. The aroma, if you get close to it, you do get a very sweet smell. And then, like, in terms of the head, it holds a really good head, even better than the Elvis juice. It's almost like a stout head, the way this is holding it. Yeah, so it's it's kind of straw coloured. It's it's definitely not as clear as the Elvis juice.
0: I feel like, for some reason, I feel like this is more of an acquired taste than the Elvis juice. Um.
1: Yeah, that's possibly very true, but I have to say I am absolutely loving every mouthful of this. Um, like, straight away, I'm thinking the last, Huffley, um brew I had like really surprised me, and I really loved it. But this, like, I wasn't surprised. Looking at a tropical IPA, it's something I really like. Um, I don't think I've even had a bad one, and it's really right down my alley.
3: I want it so hard to disagree with Mark in every way, shape, or form. But, but he's right. I am thoroughly enjoying this bear. I think it's gorgeous.
2: This this is a, it's a bit of a strange one, lads, because you see the butt heads an awful lot, but this is, you know, two episodes in a row where you've agreed, uh, this is three bears in a row where you've agreed fully on what it is. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's now, happening If you're here.
0: asking me, I think, I think, I think it's all for show I think they they're texting outside of our podcast group and they're saying oh let's clash on this let's clash on this and then they're sending like little heart
1: emojis to each other the whole time I think that's what's actually happening you trying to screen my text king or who do you think you are my <laughs> girlfriend
2: yeah so the mouthfeel on this is it's not as um, it's not as it's not as fizzy as the last one it's definitely a little bit less but I don't think it lasts as long after you drink it either with the Elvis juice it kind of stuck around for a while I think this one kind of after you've had it, the flavour kind of dies off a little bit quicker. Not that that's a bad thing. It just, you know, you have to go back and get another mouthful to get the flavour back again.
1: Would you say it's efficient, uh, Nally? That it does its job and then it's gone.
2: You, you got me. That's that's yeah. That's exactly how I like to describe beer. Efficient. If there's one <laughs> word I would use for describing beer, it's efficient.
1: <laughs> efficient. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah. As, as Nally says, the taste goes away. And it just means you have to go for another sip. That's shocking. I have to continuously drink. I mean, that's devastating. <laughs>
1: I don't know about you guys, but one thing I find with very sweet beers is, especially, as you say, Nally, when the mouth, ta- the mouthfeel or the taste disappears quite quickly, and you're drinking a lot of it, if the sweetness can overpower you almost. You know, it's too sweet, and then you're kind of like, oh, I'm a bit sick of this. But I'm almost finished this, and I have to say... I am not sick of it at all. I'm just dying for more.
0: I like it's weird and I know maybe the name Tropical IPA is playing in, in in my imagination, but I could see myself quite happily sitting on a beach, kind of, you know, uh blue skies, waves crashing drinking this all day long. Like it's it's initially I didn't think I was gonna like it too much, but the more I drink of it again I think the more I'm getting into it.
1: Podcast isn't that big yet, Kinger. You might want to just shelve those dreams for a while.
3: <laughs> that one sunny day Mark was talking about we'll make sure to get a lock of them cans in we'll go down to Burgess Park or something
1: Burgess Park home in the Midlands and Shandy <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so do do we do we want to uh, rate Hopfley's Graciosa then on our very scientific rating system
1: yeah definitely I'll let the other guys go first
3: I'm still deciding I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah you know what I'm going to let Walshy go first Walshy you take the lead on this one. See where we yeah. land.
3: I was going to leave it to the other two boys because, Mark, me and yourself have kind of obviously <laughs> big fans so far. You're not going so to lowball them, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. That, that's fair enough. You know what? Fine. If we're going to have this, I'm going to throw it in. I'm going to go because this is the 1st unbelievable beer beer we have had.
2: Stop. <laughs> Stop. Not <a> <clears> at <throat> all.
3: Okay, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it's brutal uh unbelievable Ooh, you're pushing it
2: just no <laughs> um no, i couldn't go that far it's really light on the malt it's not it's not it's not overpowering or anything. the hops are there it's really nice flavor but i don't know man it's it's like really you're gonna sit down and drink a couple of pints of that like i think it's perfect i think it's perfect in a 330 mil can and i'll have two or three of them But i don't think i'm sitting there having three or four pints an awful lot it's you know it's grand like but the pints would be killer like
0: you all know me. I'm 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 super positive in my rating system. Like, I've thrown a lot of fives from my own untapped up there. Uh, 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 for me, it's definitely better than just beer. I think it's it's hovering nicely around the brutival. I definitely would have a few of these like for a day session, but I'd have to switch off it at some point.
3: That's fair. And like you were saying earlier, on Kinger, on a beach. I don't know when we'll ever get on a beach again, but that one sunny day in June that we get again I look forward to yeah sunny day out in a beer garden happily drink you know because there are only 3.30 mils, I'd happily drink you know five or six of them but all night could be a bit much because it is pretty sweet it's it is nice
0: don't, don't get me wrong it is lovely I, I just I don't think it's up there with like there are no better beers than this I don't think it's at that level if that makes sense
1: I mean, fair enough. Like, I don't think I've had a better tropical IPA than this, but you know, I have to have to bow to the consensus of the group. You know,
3: have you had many tropical IPAs, Mark?
1: You might as well call me Hawaii Five O, Walshy. You're looking at Mister uh, Tropical over no. here, okay? No. Nope.
3: This man has an extensive range of
1: Hawaiian shirts, for God's sake. Do you want me to get a Hawaiian shirt? I'll get a Hawaiian shirt. I'll post it to you <laughs> down in Athlone. You can wear it. You can wear it down to Golden Island and see what happens to it.
3: I would like to find out. Calling yourself Hawaii Five O might be copyright, and Wayne Mardle might have something to say about that.
2: Is that not Hawaii Five O One? I fucked that up. Get Damn it! Right. I thought that was good.
3: <laughs> Nally, did you specify really where you stood?
2: Yeah, I think regardless of where I stand, I think the three E have it as a beautiful. So, I don't know how much of a difference I can make. I, I don't want to give it unbearable because you know that might drag it down to where I think it should live, but I can't do that. That's not justified. It's a cheat way of doing it. So to me it's just beer it's just beer it's not it's not it's grand it's grand it's just beer. Like I said, I, I can't imagine sitting down drinking four or five pints of this not gonna it's it's not gonna be the best thing in the world. but again if someone gives me a pint of it or gives me a can of it, I'm never gonna turn it down. it's just meh it's
0: grand. Okay, so, so that being said, with uh, with a just beer rating, an unbeer Jeff, and two Brutifuls, are we are we landing on Brutiful?
1: I think
3: so. Yeah? See, that seems like the condensed consensus.
0: Okay, yeah, Hopfulys Graciosa gets a Brutiful rating from the Crafty Crew podcast. Okay, you're stranded on a desert island. What three beers are you going to bring with you?
1: Kinger, do you mean specific beers or beer styles?
3: I was going to ask that as well, yeah. Let's go specific beers.
1: Okay, I'm going to kick this off. And I'm going to say if we're stranded on a desert island, it means we are in a tropical environment. Is that fair to say, Kinger? It's 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 your interpretation. But Kinger, is it okay. fair to say? It's fair to say. Yeah, it's, it's fair, fair to, say. to say. So the first beer I'd pick is Hopflees Graciosa. Because I think this is a fantastic <laughs> tropical IPA that would go absolutely beautifully on a deserted uh, desert island in the middle of nowhere. We're like if we're not upping the rating. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Okay, well I I genuinely would bring that. I think it's delicious. Um, okay. I think it's fantastic. Um, in terms of what else I'd bring, I'd bring a nice smooth um. IPA, let's mend the bridges with, uh, with Brewdog, I'd bring their Punk IPA, nice and smooth and tasty, uh, really well recognised IPA, and then for the, you know, those nights where the sun sets and it starts to get a bit chilly, I'd bring some lovely cans of Guinness. While
3: well, she's deep in thought there. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm actually looking at my wall and all my stickers to try to get some um, I do have a few. I mean, Desert Island really makes no difference. I'm just going to pick three of my favourites. Uh, I'm going to go off with the standard Dead Center Seeking Sunshine. Other
1: breweries For are me, available. Oh.
3: <laughs> Dead Center Seeking Sunshine. For me, that's the, the pinnacle. After that, then, I'm going with, and it probably wouldn't suit the, the scenery, but Glass from the White Hag. It's a milkshake IPA. Nally knows what we're talking about here beautiful stuff and then the rascals uh it's called the candy man it is a salted caramel stout for them evenings beautiful nice evenings that mark was referring to
2: yeah so i mean i'm gonna have to rob one of them off we of watchy dead center seeking sunshine is it's classic
3: go on
1: mark get it in i'm just i'm just i'm just saying it's a little bit funny picking a beer called seeking sunshine if you're stranded on a desert island where probably the one thing you can't get Less of is Sunshine. It's the one thing you have too much of.
2: Okay, well, what I'll do so is I'll change it up to the the other one that they brought out there recently. It was part of their limited edition. It was Silhouettes, which is uh, very mm. similar to Seeking Sunshine, but a uh, big fan of that. So let's go with Silhouettes instead of Seeking Sunshine, Mark, just to cover that for you. My second beer, then, would probably be uh, Whit Beer. So St. Bernardus do a really great whip Beer. It's a kind of a Belgian beer. It's, it's class, so there's a big fan of it. So I would have that as my second beer. And then, oh, probably, just to change it up then, probably a stout of some sort. So, oh, oh I know the one. Wicklow Wolf last year brought out these. Oh, it was class. It was my favorite. They brought out Apex S'mores. It was part of their, uh, so Wicklow Wolf have this, uh, this line that they do every so often. It's their endangered species. So it's limited run of, uh, of a beer brought this one out, uh, Apex S'mores, the marshmallow stout, I loved it. It was class. So much so, I tried to get it for Christmas, and there was no sign of it anywhere. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. so they'd be my tree: Silhouettes, uh, San Bernardo's Beer, and Apex S'mores by Wicklow Wolf. How about you, Kenner You've had long enough now to I... think about
0: it. I have, yeah, and I actually hadn't thought about this one. I would probably... Not my number one choice, but I would I would agree with Mark on one. I'd, I'd have to have Guinness because just like to remind me of home, if nothing else. Um, uh, Hope Hope Brewing had one called Pass If You Can, which I had over Christmas, and it was like holy shit! Like it's outrageously good.
1: Yes, representing the North County Dublin buzz up here, Hope Brewing, <laughs> Hope Brewing Company, Baldoyle. Please, any listeners, if you love a good craft brewery, Hope Brewery are one of the best in the country. <laughs> try them out and if hope brewery um, appreciate my plug and want to send me some free beer craftycrewpodcast.gmail.com
2: <laughs> just uh, an important note <laughs> there mark um, other breweries are available
1: <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs> and my third one i think would have to be meskins westport blonde beer it's just incredible so i'd say guinness meskin blonde and um hopes uh, pass if you can will be my three That about wraps up this week's episode of the Crafty Crew podcast. Next week's episode is on red ales and it's fallen to me to choose the beer. So I'm choosing Galway Bay's Bay Ale and Dublin City Brewing Company's Renegade. Also, if you have any questions for the podcast, Mark, where can people get in touch?
1: Everybody can get in touch with us on Facebook, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, any of your usual podcast streaming services at Crafty Crew Podcast. And if you want to follow all of our ratings for all of the beers we try, find us at Crafty underscore crew underscore podcast on Untapped.
0: Deadly, and on that note, it's a goodbye from Mark, from Walchie, from Nally, and from myself Kinger. See you next week.